Welcome to the 36 Questions Podcast. I'm Nick. And I'm Anna. And we're a married couple. We're legally married since 2014. I remembered yesterday. Oh my gosh. 2014. (laughs) (laughs) You remembered we were married yesterday. That's great. No, I'm kidding. So what do you know about the 36 Questions, Anna? So it was started by a real life psychologist who wanted to create a test to get people to be more intimate with each other. So he narrowed down these questions to perfection and got people in a room that didn't know each other. This was back in the 70s, right? Mm -hmm. He put like one by one, two strangers uh, would come and answer the questions. And then one of the couples actually got married later. So it is a successful test. And they invited everyone who was there to the wedding. Yes. Oh, I love that. So the first season we have complete strangers and this Mm -hmm. is our second season. And we thought it'd be fun to have couples to see if there are things you guys don't know about each other. It'd be fun to kind of go along with you in the ride and see if there's things you still don't know. Mm-hmm. For people listening, the psychologist was named Arthur Aaron. We learned about this through a New York Times article by Mary Lee Kutron, who also fell in love with the person she did it with. And if you want to buy your own questions, you can buy them through our website too. Yeah, 36q.com. Is that our website? <laughs> no. Oh, okay, great. 36qpodcast.com. We're getting back in the group of things. I do want to know how long you guys have known each other. And since I already said that you guys are getting married, I kind of want to know a little bit about, you know, that. That. Okay. Part so of your life. we have on the podcast, Mehdi Barakjian. Oh, yeah. I should introduce him. I was going to do the... Okay, okay. And Jamie Lilo. Thanks. Hello, thanks Hello. for having us, guys. Yeah. We're nervous and excited. Yeah, I love... I, uh, My palms are sweaty. We love talking about ourselves is the truth, so I think this so is... this is going to work really well for both of us. Yeah. <laughs> um, how long have you guys known each other? And also, I actually don't know this about you guys, how you met. Do you want to take it? No, I felt you were... Yeah, you I'll take the it. lip smack sound, so I was like, you got it. <laughs> um, yeah, so Medi and I both work in comedy, and um, I have a show called Brunch Night with Jamie Lilo. Um, that was performing at the theater that Medi was also performing at and bartending at. And um, I, w- I was sort of like a one-woman production, and I needed help so desperately, and Medi showed interest in that, and I was so excited to have support. So we started working together first, um, and that was 2013. 2013, yeah. Is that Jamie right? had this like crazy, successful, sold-out show. Wow, babe. And, uh, <laughs> and everyone was like, like, Jamie was like, are we allowed to curse on this? Yeah, you can do whatever. She was like hot shit. So like everyone was like, oh, that's oh, it's her show. And she was like bringing these big celebrity guests on the show. And I was like, what is this? I was bartending. And every time I worked during her shows, like the place was packed. And then I was like, hey, what's going on here? And she's like, I need help. And I was like, can I, can I, can I help? And she was like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I remember very specifically, there was um, a show that I did. It was my third show. And I knew I sold out. And through a long series of events, I booked three celebrities from a popular show. I don't know if I can say this stuff. There you go. Okay, I booked three actresses from Orange is the New Black. <gasps> what? And it was their first season, so it was like the hot show, and then all three canceled within oh, no. 24 hours before oh. the show. Which, at the time, it might as well have been like the end of the world. Yeah. Like, yeah. I couldn't have like had a bigger, big You also collapse. made the announcement. Yeah, I made the announcement, and I knew we sold out, and I knew that people were traveling like out of state to come. I was a panicky mess. After the show, I just wanted to go die and like crawl in a hole and just like have oh. an anxiety attack. And Medi was the first familiar face that I saw after the show, and he was like, "Hey, how did it go?" And I was like, "Honestly, I'm like flipping out." And he was like, "Okay, you just had a celebrity on your show. Like, get over yourself, come take a shot and relax." And I was like, "Oh, I like this guy." <laughs> and then nice. after that, um, yeah. So that was we met in. Um, 2013, and we dated for six months, moved in after eight months, mm-hmm. 
You started dating like around Thanksgiving? Yeah. Of that year? We like arbitrary pick it. December 1st is our anniversary. Yeah, because we don't have like a clear date for it. But yeah, we moved in six months later. Eight months later. Eight months later? Yeah. And then uh, um, here we are. Which is insane. If I had a friend who was like, I'm a comedian. This This guy's a comedian. comedian, Trustworthy type. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Sure, it'll work out. I'd be like, wow, what a what a terrible decision you're making. (laughs) And you're getting married next year. Yeah, we're getting married June 2018. Mm -hmm. Um, And we got engaged on my 28th birthday, which is May 19th. And we met when I was 24. So. so for anyone writing down the numbers and dates, those, that's what they were. Yeah. So hopefully you'll still want to get married after these questions. Oh, boy. <laughs> that was too long-winded. I can already tell. We'll yeah. keep it snappier. Okay. We'll be the first ones to tell you that two people in comedy can make it work. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We'll go ahead and get started. Love it. Question number one, Mehdi. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Anyone in the world, whom with an M would I want as a dinner guest? Listen, keep it snappy. We're on the clock. Oh, man. <laughs> Shoot. Um, You've never thought about this before? You know what my impulse is? Oh, God. Donald Trump. <gasps> no. I thought he was going to say yeah. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Why? Yeah, I just need to like... You know when you you like sit across from someone and look them in the eyes, you can like tell, like who they are. Like there's someone that you and I both know that's batshit, and for some reason I like getting really close to that fire because I want to look at them and be like, "Who the fuck are you actually? Like is that real what you're saying, or are you just full of crap?" Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm not saying I would have him as a guest to feed him and welcome him to my home. I'm saying like right. I just need to look this guy in the, in like in the face and just be like. Or do you really believe half the shit you do? I wonder what your answer would have been a year ago and before the presidency. I bet you would pick like a dead musician or something. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, that's what I got. That's it, man. That's fair. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be crazy. Hands down, always, I always say this, Doug, my bungee jump instructor from New Zealand. <laughs> I... <laughs> I've answered this question the same what way. A very similar answer. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, when I was 14, I went on my first trip without my parents and also my first international trip to New Zealand and Australia. And I went to like an extreme sports facility and one of the options was bungee jumping. And my friend Lisa and I jumped together. They tied us together and our instructor was named Doug and just the coolest person I've ever met. He just, I don't know if it was just because I was like a teenage girl and he was like an Australian like bungee jump instructor, but he was so nice and so cool and really interesting in like the 10 minutes that he we like were lifted in a crane. And I've like thought of him so regularly. And I just like wonder where he is. And I know the name of the sports <laughs> center and stuff. And I've often thought about like sending an email and just being like, hey dude, you changed my life. You totally could. Probably. Did you? You could Facebook him, maybe. Have you tried looking him up? No, I don't know his last name, but I could oh. find the name of like that center and like look up and say, "Hey, this year there was yeah. a guy named Doug that worked there." Doug, if you're listening. <laughs> Doug, if you're listening. If you're one of the 1.2 million listeners, please write. <laughs> and in. I was upset because I was wearing. Podcast.com. I was upset because I was wearing my friend's jersey, and so he kept calling me her last name, and I was like, "No, like, my name's Jamie. You're not gonna <laughs> oh, remember no. me." <laughs> I don't remember you. All right, thanks. Question number two. Would you like to be famous and in what way? I would love to be famous, um, but not 
I I would really I really do believe not in a vain way. I mean in like a just having the capacity to like do whatever I want in front of millions of people way. Um, I would love to be famous in like an Amy Poehler, Tina Fey way where you have like an epic comedy career and then can like peace out and sort of take time to yourself and make a family and like whatever. And, and every then, time you show up, people are like, oh my God. Yeah. And then be able to choose what projects you're a part of later yeah. in life. I would love to blow up for like 10 years and then go get a house and some dogs and just chill and relax and invest in projects I care about. That's all I like to do. Um, uh, what about you? Yeah. Uh, like like stupid famous yeah i know just like <laughs> grotesque like just just like dripping in money mansions cars 16 motorcycles no <laughs> who's just, that, who's... Just, i really fucking want that you mean <laughs> but it. you mean rich is what you mean no no but also famous though but like but i want to be able to go to another country where like no one knows who the hell i am but i don't know i'm like terrified of it a little bit too Can... I, I genuinely am like a little bit scared of it who was the actor that you were like oh, I want my career to be like this person's was it John Hamm that you're like oh he can just no. kind of do whatever he wants I think it was like the the Manzukas's or Ben Schwartz of the world who like have that respect in their comedy communities are really good at their craft and then also like you can walk down the street and if you haven't watched like a specific show you don't know who they are yeah but I flip I, I go back and forth I want to be Batman you know I, I, mean? I want to be fear, cast as Batman my fear for you is I do think if you get too famous you will lose touch I think you're someone that will get lost in it. I really do. I don't. I really don't think so. I think so. you're already lost in it. Medi is drinking <laughs> Medi is drinking coffee out of a straw because he's worried about his teeth fading. I he's drinking hot coffee okay. out of a straw. Okay, great. This is going very well. Thanks for having us, guys. But your teeth look really white. So. I just that's why yeah. I have to thank you for saying yeah, that. Yeah. They look really white. But that's why I have to use a straw oh, right now. And you're them. creating a monster. All right. I use three Crest 3D white strips. Question number three. <laughs> that's it. Before making a telephone call, do you ever rehearse what you're going to say and why? No. No. Uh, I, I feel like I see that in movies and I always thought it was like a movie thing. Or just someone who's super nervous, but like I've never like thought about what I was going to say unless I had to like craft a specific lie to tell my my dad or mom or something when I was a kid. What about you? For the most part, no. But I do, I am somebody that believes in like, if you have something important to say, you have to make a phone call. And so like, I'd rather talk on the phone than text yeah, for important and you stuff. you prep yourself for a thing like And that, I would mentally, but, yeah. Because yeah. there's definitely been phone calls I made where I'm like, this phone call is, the purpose of this phone call is XYZ. Yeah, and I yeah, want to make sure, sure I get the XYZ right. Mm-hmm. Question number, f- <laughs> question number four. What would constitute a perfect day for you? Okay. Wow. Oh, my God. A this perfect is a fun day. One. Yeah. I already put it together in my head. A perfect day would start off for me being well rested because I just am such a poor sleeper. Um, so that so I love like I'd, already my day is infinitely better if I wake up and I've gotten good sleep. Um, wake up. Coffee. Not being mm-hmm. rushed, but but having a lot to do. I think like the best days are when you like somehow have like fit in like brunch, and then you go do this thing, and then you go do that thing. A perfect day would just be spending it with people I love, um, and having energy, which I know sounds so strange, but like just having like energy and clarity and being present. Yeah, and travel. Like a perfect day would be like seeing something I've never seen before. Mm. Yeah. Um. Uh. For me, a perfect day, uh, is like a thirty-hour day. 
It's yeah. like a really, really long day where I wake up, coffee. Yeah. Um, you and I like sit on the balcony and the weather's lovely and we just like shoot the shit and talk about something fun and we like rub our dog's belly. Yeah. And then um, we like get on the bike and go somewhere that's like a long ride that like has trees and lakes and we come back. Maybe he has a motorcycle. <laughs> I do. And then we get like day drunk, but then we sober up. So like it doesn't linger all day. Oh, so you want magic involved. <laughs> I want magic involved. Then we sober up quickly. And then um, we go like have like a lovely dinner. Maybe we run into family for a little bit. And then we come home and like watch a favorite episode of a show. And uh, that's it. That sounds so nice. Doesn't it sound lovely? <laughs> Not bad. It's like to give context, it's fall right now. And it just like feels yeah. like a fall thing. Okay, question number five. Mm-hmm. When did you last sing to yourself or to someone else? Sing to myself. Yeah. Or someone else. Sing to myself. Can I can I ask a question about the question? Um, yes. Uh, like <laughs> by singing to myself, like what to calm myself or just like singing alone? Any sort of singing. I would singing. say singing alone in a car, in the shower, or whatever. <laughs> gotcha. Probably today on the way here in the car. Or I'm sorry, in the car, on the bike. Jamie and I have like Bluetooth between our helmets. Yeah. That's and what I'm saying. He's already soaked up in this. So you can hear music while you're writing. Yeah, we can hear music over, and we can talk. So we have a constant intercom. Yeah, we talk to each what? other. Right? Yeah, so we'll be on the highway. We're just like chit chatting. Oh yeah. And is like it's the future. All right. That's, <laughs> that's pretty awesome. It is the future. <laughs> it's really awesome. Um. So like, yeah, it was by on the bike. We were, you know, singing something. We're always singing like a couple of like seven year olds walking around, <laughs> bumping into stuff. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. What about you? Well, yeah, the last time I sang to myself or to someone was for sure the today. Because Medi and I also do have quite a bit of, like, bits that we do that yeah, are often songs. And yeah. also our dog has a couple songs. Yeah. We have a morning a song. We have a morning song. <laughs> we have a location song, depending yeah. on where we are. Yeah, morning depending. song to your dog? To each other. To each other. Yeah. Do you want to hear it? Can I hear it? Yeah, it goes mm-hmm. like this. It, well, first of all, Medi and I refer to each other as babes, but not yeah. in, like, a, um, hey, babe, like, well, like two, you know, yeah, like we're two babes, babes. Just like bumping into stuff, walking through yeah, life. Yeah, like oh, you're just being <laughs> a babe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna write. So a depending book. on where we are, um, so for example, today we woke up in Hoboken, yeah. which is where we live. So we'll say it's a morning babe, babe. And, and a Hoboken babe, babe. <laughs> and it's just two babes, and they're doing it together. And then you go then up you a pitch. It. Yeah, you, <laughs> you, go, you, yeah, you and it's a morning babe. babe. <laughs> <laughs> You're the first people to ever hear that. Yeah. Oh, I missed the title of the podcast. That's right. <laughs> I think we are falling in love with you guys. Oh. <laughs> That's just one of, we have so many. Yeah, we have a lot. You don't have time for that. Question number six, mm-hmm. Jamie Lilo. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old for the last 60 years of your life, which would you want? Holy. So you can live to 90 and the last 60 years, you either have the mind of a 30-year-old or a body of a 30-year-old. I mean, it's so hard because you have to get, like, analytical about it. Like, I think my instinct is the mind because I think that's also, like, where your spirit lives. Yeah. So, like, I would like to have the spirit of a 30-year-old. Yeah. I don't think it's useful to have the body of a 30-year-old if your mind's gone. Um. God, it's so interesting because there's so many different ways to think about it. Yeah, that. but I also wouldn't want to be a 30-year-old trapped in the body of a 90-year-old, you know? So the answer is 
I mean, it depends on the specifics of this, how this would work. <laughs> yeah, I would like, to, I, I think I, I'm going to say mind because of, I, like I said, I believe that's where like your spirit is. Mm-hmm. So I would like to have the like attitude towards life yeah. from a 30 year old. Yeah. Um, and then just do, work hard to not be depressed that my body's aged. But you could also look at it like, you know, healthy body, healthy mind. So mm-hmm. if you have a physically fit body, very old maybe that does some work for your mental health too so i don't know i think i'd have to be um a body yeah because i don't know that like being a 30 year old i i like the perspective i had at 18 at 20 at 25 at 30 i feel like you're learning something and i wonder if that stunts your actual growth to have the mind of a 30 year old oh, you know and i'd like to experience what it means to be 60 and if i can have that with a 30 year old's body that'd be dope yeah i changed my answer Okay. <laughs> nice. Okay. I won that one, right? That Ooh, I love this question. Question number seven. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? How do you... Lo- why do you love that why you're the love first person? I don't know. It's like so interesting. Do I have a secret hunch? hunch about how you'll die? This is um, people think about it, so. I No, I don't. I don't. Uh, if I had to guess, it's probably going to be cancer, but like... Hmm. I uh, I don't. Do you? I don't, but I am, I do believe that like, and I don't mean this in any morbid way, but I've often thought a great tragedy is like in my future. And I wonder if that's like a set, like I, I could see myself being somebody that has like a freak sudden death situation. Are you sure you don't mean that you fear that there could be, not that you believe that there will be? No, but- Because I know you're always worried like things are so great, things are so great, what's going to be the thing that's going to ruin everything, right? Yeah, but I think I could, I, I feel like it's- my hunch, honestly, because I believe in this kind of shit, is that we're going to, like, fall asleep together and die. But... Mm-hmm. Well, that's the plan. That's the plan. Jamie and I have a plan to, like... <laughs> die at the same time. Yeah, us and if if Linda's still around for it. Linda's our dog. <laughs> we're going to we're gonna all take a pill and go to bed. Yeah. And then that's that. So no Are goodbyes. you guys... Is this a cry for help or... No. no, 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 no. Are <laughs> you in a cult? <laughs> yes. Um, no, I think, like, I think... I, I've often thought I'm either going to die like an old woman asleep... Or it's going to be like a freak thing where like I don't see it coming and then I'm like dead. (laughs) That feels like all the ways to die in those two answers. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) Question number eight. Name three things you and your partner appear to have in common. Um, What do we appear to have in common? So there's going to be there's going to be like you're going to say stuff that I'm also going to also say in my three. Yeah, Maybe. I don't know. I think something that's really interesting about Medi and I is that we're actually very, very different. But we, I think things that we have in common are like our core moral, our core morals. Like we believe in the same right and wrong. Um, we love, both of us love like a vivacious, I think we consider ourselves like loud people yeah. and we like that like about rivers ourselves or something like what? like li- people who love to live like yeah like i think we consider ourselves like active mm-hmm. participants even if we're watching life. eight episodes of like whatever show on the couch we feel that way yeah and also something of, i this is something that's very true about us we're both very very affectionate yeah. like it's important to us to like outwardly display a lot of affection yeah yeah uh, I, I think uh, one of them is like, I guess I'll call it like our zest for life yeah, or something like the fact that like we want to live and experience that. Live out loud. Live out loud. Um, <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> hashtag live out loud. Hashtag live out loud. Yeah. Um, 
God, I need two more. Um, I think, uh, yeah, the affection part. Yeah, like we just love each other very deeply. Yeah. And are like super supportive. And then um, a third thing uh, is coffee. I was going to say coffee too. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that doesn't sound like we actually know each other. Oh, we both, um, we love coffee. Um, <laughs> and television. Okay, here we go. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? Question nine. Question nine. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? Thank you, Nick. Uh, it's going to get mushy. <laughs> um, I think you. I think I, I didn't expect to find such a perfect partner. Oh my that, God. That I also feel so secure. So Jamie and I talk a lot about our coming wedding and, and like I haven't shown all the excitement in the world for planning it. And I keep, and I know it's maybe not a fair uh, explanation to hear, but like for me, it's been like since Jamie and I started dating, I've been like, oh, I'm all in. I'm done. Like I don't need, to, like I'm not, I was like, we're locked. It's finished because I found my person because you very, very perfectly fit in my world and I feel like we complement each other really well. Very sweet. I'm going to start crying. <laughs> you don't have to say Maddie, but... Yeah, because she had a different answer. Well, no, no, it's okay I mean, do. no, 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 it's okay I if you do, though. I don't no, care. My, what do I feel most grateful right for here. is, I, I think... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, great. First of all, dump. Very, very, rough word. very Sorry, millennial of you. Sorry. I'm going to dump you. He dumped me. Um, <laughs> is it millennial? It's yeah, like it's a like, 90s. Like, yeah, 90s. Um, yeah, I would say, like, yeah, I feel so... Like, I was somebody that, like, always very much felt like my life would be incomplete if I didn't find a partner. So I'm very thankful for finding a partner and a real partner. I don't think that we're filling a role for each other. I, I think we're counterparts, but I feel most grateful for, um, Mehdi and I have very both accepting families. Mm, yeah. And again, Mehdi and I are from very, very different parts of the world. And it would be understandable if our families didn't get the partner yeah. that we've chose, yeah, yeah. but they, um, no questions asked have like embraced us both on both sides with open arms and I think we probably don't realize how lucky how we, are we are on that, that. Yeah. yeah cause yeah. I, I think right. it'd be maybe the worst thing in the whole world if my family couldn't understand you or if your family couldn't understand me yeah. I think that'd be awful yeah could you give me a cut on this one so this is two minutes not four minutes okay oh so these are shorter no yeah. no the oh. question is the question actually oh, I, I four minutes so Okay, go ahead. Take two minutes and tell your partner, me, your life story <laughs> in as much detail as possible. Holy crap. <laughs> Shit. My life story? Um, oh, God. Okay. That's already 10 seconds. Okay. Uh, born, I was, I was, you know it all, but here we are. Yeah. I was born in the Bronx. Um, uh, I, I lived in uh, uh, the Bronx, uh, Queens, Staten Island, and then moved to Jersey. Um uh, my parents uh, divorced when I was two. I lived with my grandparents for most of my life. Uh, I was very upset at both of my parents for that for a long time. Um, went to middle school. Was kind of like an outcast. Got bullied in middle school. Had to change high schools because I was bullied so bad. Then I uh, uh, went to uh, college and uh, started like a business and failed out of school because the business was successful. What? Then I went to a second college. Failed out of that one also because the second business was successful. And then... Um, uh, I sold everything, uh, went to college again, got my degree in economics, literally put it on a shelf, jumped into comedy and met you. Wait, hold up. Businesses? Yeah, <laughs> Multiple yeah. businesses? He sold hats. Yeah. What? I had like a couple of like online eBay businesses and then my father who was also a, a car dealer, I had like a, a dealership that I would sell like commercial trucks and stuff. So I like jumped around to different things. 
Have you guys talked about how you are both into economics? How you majored in economics? I feel like Nick, Nick and, and I have so much in common that we don't get into. I agree. I, <laughs> I would agree. Really no, I majored in economics. I did not. Cool. Well, now you know. But I do totally you know that I have a business? Oh. I do know that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you talked about something like your entrepreneurial stuff, and I'm like, I, I got to like hang out with Nick. I also like, do I like think that you guys have a lot in common because there's stuff about Nick that I find very in appealing and interesting in the same way. Like, um, I don't know. I like feel like I pay attention to you in a different way than some of our friends. We got to watch out for these two. They're yeah. all falling in love with you, <laughs> <So> babe. <laughs> Are you, do you want to sing our uh, morning song? <laughs> Ready? Solid. This is our morning, morning song. Hey, wait a minute. <laughs> we don't have one. We What's happening here? <laughs> I knew we should have copyrighted it. We don't have a morning song. <laughs> I love that you call it the morning song. Yeah. That's <laughs> so sweet. It is a morning song. Wait, okay. Two oh, minutes to describe yourself. <clears throat> okay, so um, I was born in central Pennsylvania, uh, which is a very rural part of town or part of the world, but I lived in a town that had a very prestigious university in it. So it was a really interesting juxtaposition of being like the townies who like drove tractors and trailers and stuff and uh, being next door to these rich college kids. Um, and I lived there my whole childhood. I had a very happy childhood. Um, I was like very protected, but in a very um, like supportive way and um, loved high school. Middle school was like fine, but I really like flourished in high school, I think was like when I was the most sure of myself and most like self-confident um, and like knew who I was and like what I wanted in life. Um, and I started traveling at the end of my senior year in high school and that like really changed a lot about like I think the way I thought about the world and what I wanted. Um, And I ended up going to, I wanted to go to college in New York City because I was always destined to come to New York, but I ended up going uh, to James Madison in Harrisonburg, Virginia, which is the opposite of New York City. (laughs) Um, But it was cool. It was like a very, it was like a liberal arts school and um, I would never consider myself like a academic in any way. I was good at school, but like never... I don't know. I never thought about life um, as a, I never worried about my career ever. I never thought about money, which sounds super privileged, I know, but I never was like, I always wanted to do whatever made me happy. And I thought about the other stuff second. Graduated college, became obsessed with money, (laughs) realized Mm -hmm. how totally important it is and how ill-prepared I set myself up to be like an adult. Um, And it's, I would say I've spent most of my 20s being very um, like living in like a lot of um, gray area and not I've, I've spent a lot of time like searching for my footing and I don't know if I found it. And it's been the most unsure and confusing time. Um, and then I got into comedy. Oh, God, I just got the light. I got into comedy. <laughs> shoot, shoot, shoot. There's so much to say. I got this job in advertising, quit it, hated it, got into comedy, made no money, started freelancing, met you. And now here I am. Okay. Great. <laughs> You summed it up pretty well there at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Uh, Question number 12. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Man, I, if I could wake up tomorrow and have one quality, I would, yeah, I would just love to be, um, like know who I am. And I think I say, I I don't know if that would have been the same answer, like five to even three years ago, but I've definitely have been, um, like the most, uncertain about like what I'm doing and where I'm going and blah 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 um the past couple years so I would love to wake up tomorrow and just be like certain of who I am and have like an acceptance about that I feel like I'm trying to learn trying to be somebody 
and I would like to just be who I am and be fine with that. <laughs> I think for me, it's um, I would like to like adopt a little bit of a carefree attitude. Yes, in general, that's okay. what I meant. Okay. <laughs> um, like just like a small dose of Xanax or like a little bit of pot, <laughs> just like something to be like, it's it's okay. Slow down. Take a deep breath. Yeah. Question 13. If a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Wow. About your life, your future. Or anything else. Or anything anything else. else. Tell me the truth about something. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess it is like, will I ever like, you know, take a deep breath. Like when, like uh, if I can see of a future where I've like slowed down and just kind of accepted th- the pace that I'm at. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And just be like, okay, I wonder. Yeah. And it's okay if not. I'm happy to like keep hustling, but I feel like I just like constantly am hustling. And it's it's nice not to hustle, but then with the with the lack of hustle always comes with like a you just spent two hours doing nothing. What's wrong with you? Everything's going by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I think what you're getting at, and I feel the same, is like, like, w- like, will we be happy? Like, or will okay. we find? Yeah, like, I think you and I will be happy. I'm not worried about that. I think, yeah, like, will we be okay? Yeah, will we be okay? Yeah, guys, you're gonna be okay. Thanks. You're gonna Thanks. Be happy and okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think we will be. I don't think we have to worry about anything. We'll be fine. Okay. Question fourteen: Is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time, and why haven't you done it? Yeah, I think, hmm, well, I, my dream, my dream dream, my real dream is to be a Broadway singer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can't it is, sing. this I know. Um, but I thought I was going to be a dancer growing up, and I really, like, love dancing, and I just haven't done it in my adult life. I just stopped in college, and I think about that all the time and for some reason I just like won't start it up again like I just like won't do it so I think I just need I don't know why I haven't done it I think it's like it feels like a a thing that I I don't know because it's not what I want to do in my life and I feel like I'm very much looking for financial stability and a fulfilled fulfilling career process doesn't matter what the end goal is. I think it feels like something that's like a waste of money or a waste of time while right now like you said I'm hustling towards this other thing it feels like a distraction Mm -hmm. but I would love to like sign up for like a dance competition this year and then in like six months invite everybody to my dance competition. Can I, can I add one to your list? Yeah. Baking. Yeah, and baking. I love baking and I never bake. Yeah. I don't know why. We got to bake together. Yeah? Uh, yeah. Okay, great. I also love baking. Oh, I would love that. We should take a baking class. Um, the, the question is, sorry. What is something that you've always wanted to do and why haven't you done it? Right? Oh. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm like actively pursuing my dreams. I know what it is. <laughs> okay what is it she's like a, no you're not a cross country road trip on your motorcycle I was gonna say that too yeah. I was gonna say that and I was like that's a, a, not necessarily a dream it's just the thing I'm gonna end up doing you've always wanted to do that yeah why haven't you done it I gotta find like a group to go with I don't know if I wanna do it alone yeah I had like a, a, a large group of friends I used to ride a lot with we'd go upstate to like uh, Seven Lakes or like Greenwood Lake it's like Bear Mountain places like that and uh, like my career has like pulled me toward the bike is just kind of a mode of transport now and not a thing that I get on to have fun anymore 
But you I've, see like, that like the, the common thread is that we just like think it's like a waste of time and like stopping us from our life. No, which but is such no, a I mean like I have thing. to like develop a relationship with people, and then <laughs> it's just a lot of steps. Sounds like a lot of excuses. Oh. We will get an RV and follow you behind that. <laughs> this is like a tangent, but I'm worried about this like dystopian future where everyone is required to have a self-driving car. <laughs> so I wanted to write a book called like The Last Road Trip where you're like going on a road trip. Oh, that's a fun God, idea. so emotional. For like the very last chance. That's a fun idea, there. dude. Do that. Yeah, don't give away your ideas for free. Anyway, Just, this is... Uh, we're it's copyrighted. <laughs> copyrighted. Yeah, that's copyrighted. That's copyrighted. I, I really like that though. I really yeah, do. Yeah, that's amazing. You should do it. Number 15, what is the greatest accomplishment of your life? The greatest, great, wow. The greatest, I said, I said the same thing. The greatest accomplishment of my life. Oh, man. Um, You know what? I was going to say something career oriented, but I think it's like getting my mental health in check. I think that's been the catalyst to everything else. Positive in my life. I think that's the best answer you've given. Yeah? Yeah. Um. You getting emotional? Yeah, I'm gonna cry. Oh. <laughs> is this usually the point when it happens? No. <laughs> no, usually much later. But it's usually the everyone death question. <laughs> everyone does cry. <laughs> um, yeah, I think getting my mental health in check. Uh, it happened like five years ago, and that's been the, or six years ago, five years ago or so, and it's been the 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 the, 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 the largest catalyst to any kind of like forward positive move in my life. I totally love that. That's a great answer. That's a great answer. That's awesome. You're right, babe? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer. What's yours? Yeah, mine for sure is um, making money as a performer in New York City. Oh, yeah. That's definitely the answer. I mean, that's like... Being an adult. I never, ever, ever give myself credit for that because I don't feel like I have enough money or like health insurance or whatever, but like... But you're making it right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm getting paid to write and perform in New York, which is something that is insane and something I like always wanted for myself and I never I don't know why I can't just enjoy it more and you're in such a tiny tiny minority yeah totally of people who are making it actively just in their careers and not like bartending and yeah. you know I used to say when I was like for my first improv class show I said then I was like if nothing else ever happens if I don't do one more thing I performed on stage in New York City and I always have that you take that so for granted yeah I never think about that Guys. <laughs> no, but you're really doing it. You're really well. You're really doing no, it. You guys are. We're all really no, doing. No, we've actually lived through your Amif's photos. <laughs> Anna one Anna one yeah, like yeah, for sure. we can't even it's crazy this is not about me she had a gown on a red carpet I'm just trying to catch up to Anna. <laughs> yeah, that's the truth. We're all just trying to catch up. Not about me. <laughs> All right, question number 16. Okay. What do you value most in a friendship? Um, I value most in a friendship, like, loyalty. And what I mean by that is, like, somebody who just, like, you know, like, accepts you for you, stands by you, you know, is the person that, you know, if you call and say, I killed somebody, they, they say, you know, okay, I'll help you hide the body, you know? I think, like, you need people <laughs> like that. And I think, I like... Sho- I got a shovel, yeah. Yeah. And it's okay if they're mad at you, if they're like, God, Damn it! <laughs> like you really fucking threw. Yeah, a now for the next this is like really my ruining life. my life. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but um, I think like I'm, I'm after really you're done burying and patting down the soil. It's like yeah, totally. okay, they're gonna kill us. us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm really fortunate. I have some like really incredible friends in my life, and um, like people who just like 
I know it, this, I, and I don't mean this as any way, but like I know if shit hit the fan with us in a big way, if something happened and you were mm-hmm. no longer around, I have a, a support system. I have a bunch of people that I could mm-hmm. like go move in with and just like live in their pool house and like I'd be fine. I think I have the same answer loyalty. I think it's hard to find. I think, I don't know what it is about the relationship of guys or if it's just like my demographic or the place I grew up but like I don't have many loyal friends mm-hmm. I have a handful and by you have circumstantial friends I have a lot of circumstantial friends and uh I think loyalty is like rare yeah and totally. a great quality yeah number 17 what is your most treasured memory my most treasured memory oh man I don't think I have one. I have such poor memory. Yeah. I have such poor memory. I can't remember anything in my life. My most treasured memory Hmm. is going to be like something recent with you. Do you know what I mean? Like I can't put anything that far back. Hmm. Um, And I can't even put a specific thing on it, but like, oh, you know what? The one day that you and I were walking around like St. Mark's. Do you remember? Yeah, we like went into church and saw girls in a ballet class and we like took a video of these like ballerinas and it was weird, but nice. We just like walked around. Yeah, we like followed music into a church and they're like... I know it's like not the most exciting answer, but like that's... That was nice. I would say that's it. Um, Something that I know I will think back on always is my family, the year that Mehdi and I got together, they sold our childhood house and we had one last Christmas in that house and Mehdi was there. And I was so thankful that he got to see that house because it would like so it would yeah. be so upsetting to me if like you my n- person I never knew, never knew yeah. Christmas in my childhood home. Aww. So he was able to be there, and my whole family was there, like my brother, my sister in law, my parents, and it was like ri- like we call it like the last dance Christmas. But I really I think back on that a lot. I feel really grateful for that Christmas. It's really sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Question eighteen. What is your most terrible memory? <laughs> Here we My go. most terrible memory. Um, let me think. I have some really like not proud moments that like my most terrible memory. Well, let's see. I think probably in general, um, about a year and a half ago, I <laughs> developed anxiety. Um, and I'm just somebody that I'm, I've never had any mental health struggles. And so like, I think that whole year is a very dark spot in my life because you got hit with a hard, I got hit with a hard. And I also just like hated myself and mm-hmm. I haven't ever really had that. Mm-hmm. And that's like a really like tough spot to be in because like everything stems from like, I think self-acceptance and self-happiness. And so I feel like I've been putting the pieces back together after that, but it's very difficult to like learn to love yourself when you feel so bad about who you are. So I think like in general, like I, I can think of like specific moments over that year, like specific like anxiety attacks or whatever that just like felt really, really low. Mm-hmm. I just wish that never happened because yeah. I think it's like tainted something in me. Yeah. Um, my most terrible memory is probably from, which like they're all kind of fuzzy, but like um, used to go to our dad's house every weekend because mm-hmm. our parents were divorced. Uh, my sister and I, our parents were divorced and we lived with our grandparents and we go to our dad's house for the weekend and we used to hate going back home on Sunday night to our grandparents' place only because our mom wasn't there, mm-hmm. not because we, we loved our grandparents. And I remember one weekend and this used to be like a really like heart-wrenching thing leaving on Sundays to go home because we knew we were going to a home that our parents weren't in, mm-hmm. getting to um, the house 
and seeing my mom's car outside and being like, our mom's here. And then she wasn't. Oh, no. But actually, I'm going to change it. The worst memory was the birthday party. Yeah. That Jamie's heard me talk about. My, my family was having a birthday party. My mom's side of the family was having a birthday party for me. My dad showed up in my favorite car, which was the Jeep Wrangler when I was a kid. He was a car. It was user. red. It was a red Jeep Wrangler. I think it was red. Maybe I made that in my memory. Showed up and he said, I have a birthday party for you. And they had a birthday party for me. And he was like, come to my birthday party. We have a birthday party for you. And he drove to come pick me up for that. And I didn't know what to do. So I told him I have to stay here. Because I was like seven or something. I was super young. So I was like, I'm going to stay here. And then he started driving down the block. And I was like, I made the, uh, the wrong decision. My aunts were outside. And, and I started crying. So I ran after the car. And he stopped. And I got in and left with him. And went to this other birthday party. Left the party he was Left at. the party I was at. Which is just like crazy that they and, even put me in that situation and then but the like, second birthday party was like all grown-ups it was all like a lot of like his friends that i didn't know yeah it was weird mm-hmm. yeah i mean i wouldn't fall at yourself for that you're no I, i'm no, it's not my fault <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like, what do you mean anna like, <laughs> no 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 that was not my fault <laughs> it's not your fault it's really not your fault that sounds so stressful it was wrong. if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly <laughs> number question number 19 if you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you're living now? And why? I think I would drop my career like a thousand percent. I think I really would just like stop that. I'd do it for the fun. I'd do my improv shows. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Like totally. I'd do those things. But I'd like double down on spending time with you and Linda and my family. And that would just be the next year. 100%. And, and travel. I would drop everything and just see the whole world. I would make as many trips and I would bring as many people on as I could. I tell yeah. everybody in my family, guess what? I got one year left. I'd max out every credit card. Yeah. There's no next to kin. You know what I mean? Like no one's yeah. going to take Yeah, I would get me. all the tattoos. Yeah. I'd yeah. like. I'd, I'd get sleeves. Yeah, I'd do all the tat. I would just do all of the stuff mm-hmm. that I like am wait- like waiting. Next question. Why aren't you doing any of that stuff Exactly. Right now? Of course. It's like so interesting, <laughs> isn't it? Like, oh, so what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting. Yeah. Question 20. Why aren't you doing any of that stuff? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Question number 20. What does friendship mean to you? What does friendship mean to me? I think it's, uh, I mean, I think I already answered this, but like loyalty, family. I think it means like history, support. I think like when I think of friendship, I don't think of like people you like get coffee with. I think of like people you've like grown with. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, friendship means... Um, uh, being there for someone when they don't ask you to. Yes. Oh. Is like That's a really good being like, hey, this person like, I think they're having a hard time. I'm just gonna like show up to say hi. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Question twenty one: What roles do love and affection play in your life? Pretty big roles. Yeah. Pretty prominent. They're very very important to me. Um, I think I think. Yeah, I think they're some of the most important things in my life. I don't know how to answer that. Yeah, I agree 100%. I think they're like, they they meet, they love and affection is... It's so important. It's important, but it's also like... Helps you know who you are or something in relation to... Like, I am Mehdi's partner, my parents' daughter, like this person's best friend. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like it helps like put you in your define yeah. your world a little bit. Yeah. And without it, that also is defining in a way. 
You guys were crushing these questions. So just blasting through them. So much. Uh, Question 22. Alternate sharing something you consider a positive characteristic of your partner. Share a total of five items. Okay. Well, my number one thing I always think about Mehdi is you just have like, my favorite thing about Mehdi is he has like such um, amazing capacity for empathy. And I think that you're somebody that like, it would be understandable if you um, didn't, I think your life, it would be understandable if you didn't understand people or care too or whatever. But I like you have such a great capacity to like put yourself in somebody else's position and like really try to like see where they're coming from. And I think I always thought I was somebody who was pretty understanding, but Medi's often like, well, oh, be fair. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah. annoying. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, thank you for that. Sure. I think yours is um, my favorite thing about you is your excitement for life. I could take Jamie into the most dull, boring room and she'd be like, look at these walls. They're just a dull color. Have you seen that before? Who would do that? Who would make it dull? I can't... Like, she's just so excited about anything. That's my favorite thing about her. Yeah. Um, that's my, one. Yeah, that's one. <laughs> the second favorite thing is I do really love that you're somebody that, like, wears, like, your affection on your sleeve. Like, that's something that, like, I've learned about myself is really important and I think I have a very big capacity to give a lot and I want a partner like that. Um... So I'm like, I'm appreciative that you're some, Medi somebody that kisses hello, kisses goodbye, kisses goodnight, kisses good morning. And I really like, like that about you. Um, uh, my second favorite thing about you <laughs> is, uh, the way, uh, the involvement you have in your family. You're like, I, uh, regretted so much not spending more time or talking to my grandparents. And Jamie was the first person I met who was like, I'm going to call my grandfather. I'm like, why? And you're like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call him, checking on him. Like, what? You do that? You just mm-hmm. like call? Like, she talks to her mom every day. She talks to her dad every day. Like, she's really well connected with her family. And for me, that was an effort. And for Jamie, it's what you do. Hmm. Um, was that two? No, yeah, that was two. Do we have to share up to five? Should we just like be listing these off? Like Faster? this thing, this thing. Uh, no, I mean. Just- Three? Do you want to do three? You we'll want to do just three. do three and then... Great. We'll move on. Yeah, we'll make it speedy. Yeah, because you don't have five. I do have five. <laughs> I'm kidding. But the third thing I would say, um, I think it's a blessing and a curse for Medi, but it's benefited me, so I'll say it, um, is you are meticulous about getting things right. And that was something that when we first met, I really appreciated about you, is that like if you were going to do something, you were going to do it like right. Um, and I think that's like an admirable trait, but also sometimes it makes me want to just like kill you. But mm-hmm. That's fair. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think uh, you're so funny. Oh, thanks. And I love that because you make me laugh a lot. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Guys. Oh. <laughs> 23. How close and warm is your family? Do you feel your childhood was happier than most other people's? Uh, I think my childhood was sadder than most others, but I do think my family is close and warm. But I think it was Yeah, I think you guys really have like pretty it, rough. But. Based on what you told me, it seems like you guys have like, you make a great effort to be together now. Yeah, it matters so much to me now for us to, to be close and for me to... It isn't like that I blame any of them for it either. It's just like, you know, it was really, really rough growing up. So I like having them around now and making memories that are positive for me. Yeah, totally. Um, I would say that I had a totally blissful childhood. And I think it was really frustrating. Yeah, I think (laughs) it's such polar opposite childhood. Yeah, I think I had a much happier childhood than most people. Yeah, for sure. But I kind of like live vicariously through your former great child like i feel it for you when you talk positively (laughs) about your childhood i'm like that's so great that's that's so nice that's very nice i like adopt it for myself (laughs) question number 24 how do you feel about your relationship with your mother i'm not really sure my mom 
Um, I mean, my mom is the best. I've said this to everybody. I, I, I think I wish everybody had my mom. I think she did a, a stellar job. She, she is in, in terms of like a mom and like what you think of like the roles of a mom or like nurturing. It's like TV mom. Yeah, she just like knocked it out of the freaking park. I think that we are super similar. And now that we're adults, I think there's like some things where I'm just like, ugh, mom. <laughs> like, why do we have to talk about this? Um, but you but guys I have think, a great relationship. Yeah, we have a great relationship. Really do. I think that she has, she was somebody that like growing up was like so super, super kind. And the older she's gotten, I've noticed that she cares less about what people think of her. Uh, and what I mean by that is she's not afraid to just have her opinion. Um, and sometimes I'm like, mom, you can't just say that, <laughs> but, um, whatever. Good for her. Yeah. Um, my relationship with my mom is pretty good. I think, I think Jamie would say that like, uh, like there's stuff from growing up that hasn't been addressed. I would say your relationship with your mom is yeah, good. It's great. Yeah. I think that you've like come, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it's really good. I think. It's not, um, we're like not super emotional. Yeah. But, um, I mean, she has my back and like, you know, will do anything for me if I ask her. Yeah. So I think it's pretty good. I'd say vice versa. Yeah. 25. Make three true we statements each. For instance, we are both in this room feeling. Mm. Three true we statements. Each of us? Yeah. We are both validated in knowing a lot about the other person. <laughs> I think like we're both like, yeah, no, that's yeah, that yeah, person. Yeah. That's good. I think we're being very honest. And um I think we're surprised Jamie hasn't cried a second time yet. Wow. Oh, interesting. <laughs> no? Okay. Yeah. I would say all of those are true. And also I would say we are going to go get lunch after this for sure. Mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. decompress. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to kiss our dog extra hard when we yeah. get home today. Aww. This is my turn. I'm sorry. <laughs> we are going to kiss our dog extra hard when we get home. <laughs> good one. Yeah, good one. And um, I think we, um, I think we're really, I really do think we're set up to have a great year. I think like in this conversation, we're both realizing like, oh, we've like, Things are okay. Turn some corners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Great. Question 26. Complete this sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share. Mm. I wish I had someone with whom I could share just like all my selfish thoughts and not be judged. Mm, I like that. Yeah. I just like say all the like selfish things. You think I judge you <laughs> for saying selfish stuff? I think you would come back with like, well, have you thought of it like this? And I'd be like, that's, that's not that's what I want. Annoying empathy. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah like, or just like, like yeah, shit. I just want to be like, blah, 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 blah. These are like all like selfish thoughts. And I just want to, and then I want somebody to be like, yeah. Yeah. Fuck that guy. <laughs> Sucks for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get it. Um, I, I, I want someone who uh, can help me. uh I want to be able to talk to someone about my old memories and like be like, this is what happened here and this is what happened here. Remember this and be like, oh yeah, I want oh, to share there memories. For it. Yeah, I guess I went left of center with the question. Yeah, that makes sense. Someone who was around for your mm-hmm. stuff. I want to be like, yeah, talk to someone. Be like, hey, yeah. what, 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 what happened? Yeah. 
27. If you are going to become a close friend with your partner, please share. <laughs> okay, wait. If you were going to become a close friend, I think that's written for strangers, but... Yeah, okay. You can make it ours. But please share what you would want him or her to know. Twenty. Question number seven. If you were to, if you were going to become a close friend with your partner... Okay, so what what is something... What's something important you would want me to know that I don't maybe already know? Or was there someone... Something when you guys started dating that's like, you need to know this about me. Gotcha. Like, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I think it's that friendship thing I, that I value loyalty. Yeah. That I value being there. That's super important to me in a friendship. If I'm going to meet someone, yeah. Something that I said to Medi a lot when we first started dating was I don't have time for, um, like, drugs. <laughs> and what I meant by that is, like, I just, like, I'm not somebody, I'm not, like, here to, like, mess around with, like, real substance abuse mm. um, or, like, criminal activity. or Like, I just have a low tolerance for, like, like, stupid behavior yeah. <laughs> i think there's a difference between like being fun and carefree and like trying stuff out and then just like yeah being is it because i used to do dumb stuff or? no i've always been that way mm. like i just was never someone who was like down to hang with people who are like mm. involved with shady i shit. always think about the fact that you and i would not be friends, friends in high school if or college i agree with because i was just like the other end of that i would have been like i wouldn't have had time for it because i was just like too much party had some trouble with some stuff i don't mean that i got arrested a bunch i don't mean like party because i I don't mean i'm a prude i just by party i mean like yeah you know yeah i put things in my nose yeah (laughs) 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 i i regret that now but that's fine question 28 tell your partner what you like about them be very honest this time saying things that you might not say to someone you've just met so just be real honest and tell me something <laughs> but do it by the microphone. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think of something that I haven't said to you in a while. I like about you. I give you a hard time for this, but I like that you care about your appearance. Oh boy! <laughs> I know. I know. I see. I know, as you're saying that, you're like, I regret this. I regret yeah. This. I mean, I know that that's a thing that like is. I I think that admirable and i think that you like care about what you put out to the world and i think those are like nice qualities i think i'm afraid of saying it out loud because i don't want you to take it too hard because he does care deeply about what he looks like um but i think that's i've said that to my friends and they're like oh that's nice about him and i'm like oh i guess it is (laughs) um i i if it wasn't for you our apartment would be a mess because I am disorganized, not that I'm not clean, but I just like, I'm disorganized and I like that you, it's interesting because I'm so meticulous in certain ways and you're meticulous in other That's ways true. that complement our life so well. Well, what you mean is I pick up your slack, but yeah. That's not what I mean. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> start fighting now. Mm, 29, room share floor. with your partner an embarrassing moment in your life. Uh, I don't know if I told you this, but it's recent. I think I did tell you this. You were there for it. We had, a, we had an improv show at the pit. And uh, and I've been doing improv shows for years and years and years at this place. And, and for the first time, I don't know what I ate. We were out on stage. <laughs> and I got the, like, the cold sweats, the, what I call poop chills. Like I got the poop chills, which is like when I you're like freezing exactly cold because you got to take a poop. About, yep. <laughs> but like a like a like a not gonna be a good poop situation. He calls it a bad batch. 
So I literally, in the middle of the improv set, found a way to exit. Which was, I need to go feed my dog. Yeah, (laughs) or something. He said, I have to go feed my dog. And then I I was gone for the rest of the show because I was in the bathroom. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, it's not that embarrassing. It happens. But yeah. My most embarrassing moment in my life. I think about this all the time. I was someone who was in a very... um, I, w- I went to, I w- whatever, I'm from a small town. There's only one type of person that I grew up with. And I was somebody who was very interested in people from other walks of life. Um, I was like always interested in people from different ethnic backgrounds or of different faiths or religions or sexualities. And I got to college and I made my first gay friend that I knew to be gay. And um, he was like a theater guy. And I was like so excited because I had this like gay friend, which is like so messed up now. Of course, I understand what that tokenizing this person but um at the time i was like really excited and i went to text my mom i'm going to a theater party with my gay friend and i texted him but he did not come out to me that's right um i texted him and he was like why did you just send me this and i just wanted to die i felt like the worst person in the whole world i totally was like exploiting this thing about him that's like part of who it was just like a messed up situation and i i i don't even remember what i said i just wanted to call and hold and die are you still friends with him? Nope. But we weren't. We were like freshman friends, and that we met at orientation, and we're like, we're going to. A party. <laughs> uh, question number thirty: When did you last cry in front of another person or by yourself? Um, about ten minutes ago <laughs> when we were talking about yeah. our greatest accomplishments. <laughs> um, That's the one that triggered you. Your greatest accomplishments. Yeah, but uh, yeah, well, I don't know. That's a powerful thing. But um, before that, the last time that I cried, what was recently making me cry? Uh, uh, something sweet probably. Something I was reading like, quotes about love because I was trying to find. I can think of this vows. one. Eddie went to the bathroom and he came back and I was like <laughs> on the bed because I was like, I, "What happened? I was gone for a minute." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was I'm in trying full to find, sob though, like full yeah, sob. I'm trying to find like uh, readings for our ceremony, and oh. there was just like some nice stuff about love, and I was like, oh, I really. I know exactly what it was. It was this quote that says, um, someone says, what does love look like? And the person responded, um, it's like everything you've ever lost coming back to you. Oh, my God. <laughs> what does love look like? Everything you've ever lost coming back to you. Oh. And I was go. like, I feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> How about you? Uh, I don't know. When was the last time I cried? Um, oh, I know one. Yeah, I do. It's, it's a bummer. Yeah. Oh, it's a buzzkill. No. It's a buzzkill. We were in uh, Central PA. Is this the one? Yeah. I like, like cried hard. Yeah. I got like singled out at a bar. Oh no. Um, by a bunch of like white dudes. Oh god. And like, like they were like, like it was a, a tough situation because I was at a bar trying to get a drink, and there was an older couple sitting in front of me. This like like guy and wife. Oh well, the seat was empty. It was just a guy, and the seat next was empty. And this guy was like, "I'm holding the seat for my wife." And I was like, "Oh no problem. I'm just gonna get my drink." But the seat is hers. I'll make sure when she comes to leave plenty of room for her and then these other guys came up to me and like cut me in line these like younger maybe 22 year old like 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 wrestler types who just like got to university and they were like uh i was like hey dude i've been standing here for a long time like i'm up next and they said no no you're not we're next and one of his friends came over to me was like do you know who he is he's a fucking wrestler he'll fuck you up and then the guy who was standing in front of me, who knew he was there before, who knew him. I was there before him, turned to me and said, "No, these guys were here before you. You wait." And I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "Oh, this is happening. This is happening." Yeah. And then the wife came back, 
and I made room for her to get by me. And she came over and started hitting me in the chest, being like, calm down. She, like, she was like, calm she down. literally like hitting me in the chest. And I was just like, this whole thing is about to, I was, it was really a upset. magic combination of like, you had an X amount of alk booze in you. And mm-hmm. like, it, I think it was like, but, like when it was clear to me that it was like, I was yeah. being like pointedly treated that way. I was like, cause I was just like, I don't know. I was, I was drunk. We were having a great weekend. I was in like a. It was a perfect storm. I think my point is like your your emotional reaction. I think was heightened for a lot of reasons. Yeah, yeah, for sure. This horrible thing happened, but also I think it was like a specific magic storm of stuff that got you so upset. Yeah, yeah. Wow, this makes it's me also, like really upset. <laughs> yeah, it's the worst. It's I'm the so worst because yeah. like you try to avoid it so hard, and you live in a liberal no. bubble. Yeah, and like, we were having a great night. You forget night that it happens. Just sucks. Thirty one. Tell your partner something that you like about them already. One more time. <laughs> more things. More I'm trying to think of something that I liked about you immediately. Oh, that's a good Oh, I know, I, I know one thing I like about you that I haven't said. What? I like how you tell stories. Oh. That's why I like when you take the lead to tell our stories. Thank you so much. Because you're so good at it. Thanks. And I'm just like, well, you could just do this better than I can. Well, don't let me burn this story. Yeah. Make it all shitty for everyone. Thanks, babe. Um, I'm trying to think of something I liked about you immediately when I first met you. And I think what it was is I like that you treated me like like we um, were going to be friends. <laughs> yeah. Like, Medi, I remember, we have a different memories of how we met, but I remember it was my birthday and we had worked at the same place. And so Medi was like coming because he heard it was my birthday and he got there late and I was on my way out. And he was like, no, no, I was coming. I, I just got here. Let me buy you a birthday drink. And I was like, I got to go home. <laughs> and he was like really adamant about like connecting with me. And I was like, Whoever you are, I'm leaving. <laughs> like, I was like, I don't care about this person. I don't know. Wanting to get me a drink, I'm done with my night. Like, I'm ready to go home. But you were somebody that was like, no, we're like, we're cool. You don't know it yet, but we're cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Wendy. Yeah, nailed it. Oh, I know. I turned it off. I don't know how to use not Apple phone. Oh boy. <laughs> oh boy. Question thirty-two. What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? That's a good question for us. What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? For me, something that many does, it really hurts my feelings. Oh, boy. Um, is... Oh, yeah, I know what it is. Is it Linda? Yeah. <laughs> what? What about Linda? Medi will be snuggling with her, and I'll come in to be, like, a part of it, and he'll be like, no, like, this is our time. Like, this is our time. <laughs> really like, well, I just really think, think it's really not, not... I mean, I'm serious. I'm dead serious about this. Like, I think it's, like, really it's not, not nice. Because it's like, well, guess what? We live in a studio apartment, and now, like, my fiancé and my dog are going to cuddle on the couch or the bed, and I have to, like... Wait until they're done. Like that's such a rude thing, and it's something I would never. If I was having a nice moment, no, no, I just don't want you to come in and have her get up and leave because, like, but he'll say, like, because she gets distracted. Put his hand out, and he'll be like, "No, no, like this is us," and I'm like, "That's really like he did it like the third time he did." I was like, "Hey, this like really hurts my feelings." Um, I forget what the question was. Uh, He's like uh, laughing about something it. Something that you can't. Sorry. Something. Yeah, I just don't think it's a nice. Linda's off limits. It's hurtful. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, something too serious to be joked about. I, I don't think there there is anything. I think it's a matter of like what it is you're making the joke because like people will make jokes about like uh, I mean anything, anything. You make a joke about um, abortion, and if it's if you're making the joke about how society speaks about a thing or the way we approach those things that's always okay but if you don't know how to make a joke and you're making it 
in a malicious way about the actual thing, then I think it's off limits. Does that make sense? I have one. What? I think I can't really joke to you about your family. You get... Defensive? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think, like, I'm somebody that, like, if Mehdi was like, hey, your mom or dad, like, blah, 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 I'd be like, I know, right? And I, I would whatever. But, like, there's been times when I'm like, hey, have you know, like, well, this funny thing. And Mehdi's like, well, I mean, that's their experience as people. And, like, <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I'm like okay. Back like, up. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, whatever. Loyalty. 33. If you were to die this evening with no opportunity <laughs> to communicate with anyone, what would you most regret not having told someone? Why haven't you told them yet? Mess up question. What would I, if I die, <laughs> and what would I regret not having been able to say to someone? Yeah, I don't think I have one. Um, yeah, I don't have one. I feel like I say whatever I feel, and anyone I'm not talking to is because I'm like decided that I'm okay with that, mm-hmm. you know. I don't know. I have my grandfather is like the best per- man I've ever met in my whole life. And I know already, I already regret not spending more time with him. And I think I would just like, you're be, going to regardless. Yeah. No matter what, no matter I'm always, with him, you always will feel that. Yeah. Way. I, probably something with him. Probably. Question number 34, your house containing everything you own catches fire. <laughs> After saving your loved ones and pets, you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? Can we answer for each other? Because we know the answer. Ooh, that's a great way to go about it. I, I know what Jamie's answer is. You don't know mine, but it's okay. I forgot. It's okay. Jamie's is, she has um, a stuffed animal named Dudley that she's had since she was essentially a baby, three. right? Since you were three. And she slept with that thing every single night of her life. And that's the only thing, as long as she's wearing her engagement ring, it's the only thing in the apartment that I would have to grab that's valuable to her. Yeah, that's so sweet. Everything else can burn. He's, he's the best. Um. Mine's my, uh, my Canon lenses. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> what is that? Because they only pay up to five grand based on our insurance. <laughs> yeah, mine's Dudley for sure, but I don't remember. I know we talked about this and I can't think. Your laptop was the thing I was supposed to grab. Yeah. Oh, your laptop and your um, camera backpack. Yeah, but I think the number one thing is I have a photo album in there. That's it, the photo album. Yeah. I have to remember that, the photo album. That I never look at. Yeah, the photo album, the photo album, the photo album. It's got like 50 photos in it, that's it. I have to remember that. They're just not backed up, guys. They're not in the cloud. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta put them in the cloud. You gotta scan them. I gotta scan Scan them. Scan them in. 35, of all the people in your family, whose death would you find most disturbing and why? I think like someone like a young cousin. Agreed. It would come out of nowhere. A young person. Yeah. I think if any of my cousins suddenly passed away, I think then it's like a significant shift in, you yeah. know, now we're, now we're like, now that happened. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> you know? How big are your families? I need to get a sense of how. Um, so I have on my mom's side, um, she has two sisters. So I have three aunts. So I have uh, two aunts and a mom. I call them like the, like the step sisters or like the witches or something like they're just like this like team of like and i don't mean that in like they're negative but like they're like this like they're a trio yeah like they're a trio they're like specific personalities yeah they're very much individuals i feel like i'm getting three mother-in-laws is how i honestly feel i love Um, that yeah and then so all all my grandparents have passed and then on my dad's side my dad has like eight brothers and sisters and like 31st cousins but they're all in iran so like i'm not super close to them yeah I have a pretty small family. I'm just my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister-in-law. Um, and then my dad and my mom each have one sibling, and they have two kids. Yeah. Pretty compact. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty like straightforward. Um, I would say my brother would be the most disturbing death yeah. because I have I also really think about this a lot of like when my parents get old I very much see my brother and I like I think about like oh well Zach and I will XYZ will make these decisions Zach will handle this I'll handle this like whatever yeah. and so I think it would throw me for a big loop because one I'd be like oh no my brother's dead but also I'd be like what does this mean for the way I've seen my whole life playing out yeah oh you rewrote it interesting <laughs> Question number 36. Share a personal problem with your partner and ask what their advice would be. A personal problem. Hmm. This is the last question. This is the last one. Oh, my God. I feel like I know you now. <laughs> Jamie, Jamie, is it? A personal problem. Do you have one? No, I don't. <laughs> This is tough with couples because hopefully you share your problems. And yeah. All, yeah. But. Um. I think we've thought, we've both said this to each other that we feel like we haven't been the best of friends to our friends lately. Um, that we feel like we could do a better job at being better people. <laughs> I think we. Could, I think that Medi and I both can get pretty self-involved. Um, I think we can kind of go inward and like really f- focus on ourselves and Especially the as, like, two of us. Like when you have a lot of friends around who aren't in this industry and like you're on a TV show, then every conversation becomes like about us or about you. The TV show and what you've done because it's got so much exposure. And for that reason, it's like a we, thing that I focus on quite often is whenever someone comes up to me and congratulates me on something, I'm like, what is this other thing you're doing? And I change the subject because I notice myself talking about world, yourself, talking about myself. Yeah. So I make an act. And now it's like a trigger. Someone like, for example, passport control pilot. Someone come up to me and be like, hey, congrats on the passport control pilot. Be like, great. Thanks so much. What, what have you been doing? Oh, cool. And I'll just like dig into them for a few minutes. Cause I think it's something we really have to check ourselves on. It's just yeah. like not being too self-absorbed and, and inward looking. Great. So you're <laughs> almost done. Well, first of all, congratulations for congratulations. finishing the question. Thank you. Thank you. Was it so I annoying to listen I to? I honestly thought we were going to cry a lot. I know. I, I I, my immediate hook. feeling is like I'm embarrassed. That we. I feel like we've talked too much about ourselves. Is my immediate thing. I'm like, God, I wonder if we seem like such assholes. There's one more part of this uh, test, which they did in the 1970s psychological test. So Arthur Aaron would have the two strangers staring to stare into each other's eyes for four minutes uh, in silence, which is a, a very intimate thing to do, and I think it's something that people who've been together for a long time don't do a lot. Um, they say that uh, on average you... Yeah, people don't really do it in real life. Like they don't look at each other. Eye contact. Mm-hmm. So for people who are listening to the podcast, you're not going to just listen to four minutes of dead air. Yeah, but I will cut it out, but we are guaranteed that these guys are going to stare at each other for four us. minutes. Oh, <laughs> four wow. minutes is so it's long. A long time. And you can't talk, but you can like blink and breathe. Okay. So <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm self-conscious. All right. All right. All right. Starting right. now. Bad. <laughs> I, was I was about like, to say I'm grateful for that time. That was great. Oh, that was nice. Yeah, it was nice. It was nice. You so, guys look really in love. Uh, oh, cute. We tried. That was a great episode. Uh, what did you think of the of the questions? How do you feel? 
I feel good. I honestly thought it was going to go somewhere so much more. I, I don't know. I thought like the questions were going to get more difficult in terms of like emotionally to answer, which I'm grateful they didn't. <laughs> I think that Nutty and I talk about this stuff quite a bit. Like we're pretty like, pretty sometimes open. I hear us and I'm like, God, we're exhausting to be around. Like we're always just like <laughs> breaking down something, and it's like we're also like the best of friends yeah, first. Good. So like, yeah. there's nothing really off limits for us. I was thinking while we were just looking in each other's eyes for four minutes, I was thinking I'm grateful that we were both. And I think we came in a similar um, energy today, mm-hmm. and I think this could have gone differently if one of us was in a different headspace. Yeah. I I was thinking about how like, man, what is it like to fall in love with someone who doesn't have eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Wow. What a sad thing, you know? One thing that Betty says is that he, you say, I'm always going to have my eye. Like, yeah. Yeah, or you say, like, I'm going to always be able to look in the same eyes in, like, 50 years. Because you know eyes so don't cute. age. Because everything else, yeah, everything else changes. Like, your face ages, but your eyeballs. Mm. Same and, they've, same. and they've been the same size since you were a baby. Right. That's the cutest thing I've heard so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's really sweet. Um, were you guys brought together by the questions more? Did you learn anything new about each other? Or is it pretty much like, yeah. No, I think this was just, like, good. I think it was also, like, reaffirming, sort of, of some of the things. I really do. I really mean it. Like, we've really, like, kind of been through the ringer the past two years. Like, I think our first year was blissful. And then, for whatever reason, we were thrown in a couple different directions. And we've sort of been, like, riding in the wave for a while. Just getting our legs back under us. Yeah. And I think, like, we've been fortunate. We've, like, hung in there together. But it's definitely been, like, a very, like, transformative couple of years. And so I think it. this was, like, I'm really thankful we did this like the year we're getting married it's also a nice like reminder that like we're, we're okay and, like, yeah totally yeah. like i think we're both like oh, feeling a little in ways. yeah like a little at ease right now which is like a weird mm-hmm. thing that we never are and and you're nice s- still getting married yeah we're okay. still getting married <laughs> okay cool record, cool, yeah. cool cool <laughs> thank you guys so much for this this yeah, was such a treat you're both very talented people so we would oh. like to give you a moment to do any plugs that you might have yeah, oh yeah totally I'd love to how about oh, it jamie do your plug your plug is fun no how about it go come ahead. on do your plug you have more plugs than i do okay you want me to go first yeah <laughs> okay uh passport control is a show that actually nick is a writer on Woo-hoo! and associate producer mm-hmm. very wow. very very talented individual he's really helped it's been a long, long process. We have a pilot that'll be on Brick TV, which is on cable in New York City. Um, and you can see that this is my first time sharing that date, October 30th <gasps> at 9.30. That's so exciting. Is when we're going to air. Um, and it'll be on uh, Verizon Files, channel 46 in New York City. And then in Brooklyn, exclusively on Spectrum 1992 and Optimum 70. That's a lot of stuff. Or just go to Brick TV's website. And you can stream it there. So that's October thirtieth, nine thirty. It'll be online. It'll stream okay. live online, simulcast with the cable, and then there'll be like ten rebroadcasts over the two weeks. So great. Send me that information. I'll put it up. We'll do definitely. And uh, yeah, if you check out Password Control on Facebook, you can see all that stuff. Because by the time this goes up, that'll be up there. Yeah. Do I have anything else to plug, Jamie? Yeah, you have a couple shows. Yeah. Up? Oh, Search Party starts November 9th. I have a, a spot in Search Party. I love that show. It's so good. It's so good. <gasps> And you know what? It's like I had to read the script and it spoiled a thing for me that oh, I didn't know because no. it's season. Yeah. So anyway, that that's great. And Jamie, you have a fun plug. Well, um, you can catch me on CNBC um, for the primetime lineup. But we just recently learned that the premiere dates changed. Yeah, it's November eighth now. Or seventh. No, it's November eighth. Okay, we saw a pro- <laughs> we found out that it changed because we saw a promotion for it on CNBC. It's, called, it's, the it's called the job interview. It's called the job interview, and it follows real people. Um, interviewing for real jobs and you will catch me in every episode actually yeah 
That is so cool. Thanks. It's a small part, but it's a part. Don't do that. <laughs> J- Jamie's a receptionist greeter, so like you'll see her at the top of every episode. Yeah, we say hi to. And she's in all eleven episodes that they shot. Uh, yeah, I think I'm actually gonna be in all twelve. Yeah, great. So she's kind of the heart of the show. Is thank you yeah. so she's much. She's the face saying. of the show. I saw her interview with Jamie. Serious mom pants and um, yeah. Sometimes I have blue eyeshadow, which was an interesting spin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. These, these guys are going to be famous and we're never going to hear from them again. That's not true. Uh, okay, we're going to be going we're to gonna, the Emmys with you. We're yeah, going we to sell you guys. This, we're going to sell this podcast when they become famous. <laughs> <laughs> this one episode. Yes, this one It's going to be sponsored by Stamps.com. <laughs> I'm sorry I brought them up. I don't know. <laughs> if you're Stamps.com and you want to sponsor us. <laughs> or if you're anyone else and you'd like to sponsor oh, the wait, podcast. How do people find this podcast? So there's a bunch of different ways to find the podcast, but if you could go to our website, 36qpodcast.com, it's always there. It's on iTunes. It's on any of your podcast providers. And leave us reviews. Uh, Anna, like, she lives for these reviews. I really do. When she gets up and there's not a review, like, it makes it hard for me. So (laughs) Yeah, Nick struggles with that. He talks about it in all password control meetings. But also, if you want to be on the podcast, email us. Yep, email us at 36qpodcast at gmail.com. And we can get you on, uh, whether you're a couple or a single person. Like we, genuinely, this is a really fun experience. Oh, yeah, and Anna and Nick are great. You guys, yeah. <laughs> love these guys. All right, thanks for listening. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Nettie, say something. Bye. <laughs>